Beside the crystal fountains, so come with me, we'll go and see the big rock candy mountains. Howdy folks, and welcome to this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio, your Silver Dollar City podcast, where we'll dive into the sights, the sounds, and the smells of the wildest park in the wilderness. I'm your host, Tanner Sublet, accompanied as always by Reese Tabor. Hello, hello, hello! And you are listening to episode number 26, where we'll be talking 10 attractions, places, or things that Silver Dollar City does in a similar way or can be compared to Disney. So, hop in your stagecoach, grab some nearby kettle corn, or possibly a Mickey pretzel, and journey back with me to a far less civilized time on this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio. When we think of theme parks, there are definitely some that immediately come to mind. For me, it's Silver Dollar City. That's probably the first one I think of. But the second one I think of is Walt Disney World. There are definitely other ones out there. There's, there's Universal, there's uh, Six Flags, there's uh, all different types of parks that are similar to that. Worlds of Fun is near Kansas City, which is not terribly far from where Tanner and I live. But for me, the big two are Silver Dollar City and Walt Disney World. Yeah, there are other Disney parks all over the world. Definitely get that. But those are the two I've been to. Today, Tanner and I are going to have a lot of fun comparing things that both parks do either in a similar way or like that are almost identical and I think it'd be kind of fun to dissect these and maybe give our opinions on which we think who does it better and why or maybe just comparing the two and saying hey it's fun that these two do the same thing so I hope you guys enjoy this if you have thoughts or other comparisons that you think could be made let us know send us a message on Facebook send us Instagram like whatever social media you're on send it to us and we would love to talk about it more but tonight this morning today whenever you're listening to our podcast we're gonna have some fun now before we jump into this I do want to remind everyone the Harvest Fest is on which is one of the best festivals of the year very very enjoyable especially if you love pumpkin flavored anything um, I think personally they went a little overboard with the pumpkin flavored stuff this year pumpkin flavored smoked ribs I, I, that doesn't sound the best to me but hey there's people who are really excited about it so if you like the pumpkin flavored things um, be sure to go it runs from now through October 28th and is open most Thursdays through Mondays so there's not very many days in the middle of the week that it's open so if you're looking at going make sure you check their calendar um, but it is open later than than most times so um, you have a, a pretty good opportunity to go after dark so there you go quick reminder alright Tanner how's this going to work What what's kind of the, the framework that we're doing here with our comparisons about these 10 attractions places or things that sure. Silver Dollar does similar to Disney. 
Okay, so a couple disclaimers as well as um, disclaimers. how this episode is going to work. So, first off, one, we know that everyone listening to this episode, probably not every single person has potentially not been to Disney or Silver Dollar City or both. Um, hopefully, you've at least been to Silver Dollar City if you are listening to this podcast. But if Indeed, you're preparing, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good guess. Yeah, If you're preparing for your Silver Dollar City trip and you have not been yet, well, maybe this, and you have been to Disney, maybe this will get you prepared. But we, we know that not everyone has been to both of these parks. However, we thought this would be really fun because in our minds, like, Disney is the... Like, it is the comparison. Like, when you compare something great, theme park-wise, it's almost always being compared to Disney. Part two of that, Reese got back from Disney World a few months ago. I got back from Disney World true. three days ago. A few ago. days ago. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is fresh in our minds. And, and honestly, we are such huge fans of both Disney and Silver Dollar City. We, That's very we just, true. We just thought we would have a whole lot of fun with this. So, if this episode does not, like hit all the boxes for you. I'm sorry. I apologize. But just know, Reese you and need I better are boxes. having That's a grand old time. Um, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, so the way it's this true. episode is going to work, we are going to walk through 10 attractions, places, or things that we believe both Silver Dollar City and Disney do really well and are can, can be compared or can be thought of as similar um Again, attractions, places, or things. And so we are going to just start at number one and work our way through. We're just going to talk about these, the things that we like, the things that we believe they're similar and why they are that way, um, and possibly um, rabbit trail off of that. Because if you know Reese and I at all, you'll know we, we, love rabbit we don't get anywhere fast. Okay, so number one. I saw a rabbit one. today. I saw two rabbits today. Did you really? What were their names? I did. Um. Oh, their names were, um, okay, I was at an event where there was agriculture students showing off animals. Um, so they actually did have names. They were show animals. They were show bunnies. That's incredible. One was, oh, they told me their names. So you're going to say like Peter. No, I think one was actually Roger, mm. like Roger Rabbit. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure one's name was Roger. I don't remember the name of the other one. Also met a blue-tailed skink as well and hmm. a leopard gecko. Hmm. So the leopard gecko was really nice. That's awesome. Point proven. Okay, number one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. All right. Uh, Um, Also, this is in no particular order, so it's not like top ten or anything like that. It's just um, as as uh, Tanner thought up of them, they got put into this order. So yes, what's what's the first one? Okay, so number one, um, and this is this was my very first thought, and we have actually kind of discussed this on the podcast before, not like in detail but we've mentioned it the first one is at silver dollar city you have the flooded mine versus at disney world or disneyland either one uh or other disney parks in different variations you have the pirates of the caribbean and so reese um to me just in a general sense to me these these both feel very similar not only because they're both boat rides but because of the way that it's a boat ride throughout a story that takes place it's all animatronics it's all um material um there's there's no screens really involved mm-hmm. like it's all it's I all very physical um i think pirates may have a couple of like backdrop screens but that that's about it but 
Now, given Flooded Mine is, they have kind of turned it into more of a game in the recent years, uh, where Pirates of the Caribbean is just a ride. But one thing, we've talked about this before, if you have little kids or if you just want to ride the Flooded Mine and see it in a different light, put down the gun and just ride the mm-hmm. ride and enjoy it because it really does. It tells a great story. So, Reese, what are your thoughts on the Flooded Mine versus Pirates of the Caribbean? Okay, so some really interesting thoughts. Wow, that hurt. Um, Some really interesting thoughts. So thought number one is that Pirates of the Caribbean opened up first, but barely. So Pirates of the Caribbean opened up in March of 1967, and Flooded Mine opened up in March of 1968. So these rides came into in, in uh, onto the scene for their respective parks at almost the exact same time. Now I don't have anything to prove this. I can't definitively say that the Flooded Mine was built off like as a as an answer to the parts of the Caribbean. I think they're maybe a little bit too close. I would imagine that the parts of the Caribbean was already complete or i'm sorry a flooded mine i was already in planning because it normally takes more than a year to like plan implement and like open up an entire new ride like that so i think that this style was kind of like the 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 up and coming like you're on a boat you're going through scenes and both disney and the uh the engineers at Silver Dollar City because this was made in-house. So if you guys remember from our episode where we talked about the the deep dive and we looked at the construction, the um, the employees at and the engineers at Silver Dollar City were the ones who created this in-house. And the uh, it, the the similarities are are striking. Um, uh, one of the real big differences is if I'm, if I'm thinking of differences, parts of the Caribbean is much bigger and much longer. So I think the scale of pirates is is a lot larger than the scale of um, the flooded mine. But at its core, they're really really similar. You're on a boat. You go through scenes. There's scenes that tell a story, and that story is uh, played out by animatronics, by backdrops, by by settings that are not normal, not settings you'd normally find. And they both lean into the themes. So parts of the Caribbean is in Adventureland, right? That's or yeah, is it is it in Adventureland or it's, is it yes. on the corner of yeah? It, um, nope. It it. It is yeah. on your way out of Adventureland into Frontierland, but yes, it is. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was Adventureland or Frontierland, but it leans into the themes of like this this grand swashbuckling adventure. And then for Silver Dollar City's Flooded Mine, it's in the theme of the Bald Knobbers. So the Bald Knobbers was this infamous group of of uh, thieves, nomads, uh, not nomads. Uh, um, I'm trying to think a, a lawless men uh, i'm trying to think of other words that are are um uh, age appropriate for the <laughs> things that uh the bald numbers did they were not nice people oh, i'll put it that way and uh but they were like the big bad guys like they were the they were the ones that were seen as the the people to stay away from and it's just this story of how they they came in and uh um were were captured and it's just I also yeah, it's so interesting it's it's fun and then you know they try to escape um, the the flooded mine so um, those are just like a few of my initial thoughts um, and I, I guess the the biggest difference you just noted is that now flooded mine at at, at Silver Dollar City is has been turned into a game it's, it's, it's a target game um, which is I think it's unique I think it's so fun that they have like this target game on a boat ride 
in water with all this old setting. So I don't, I think it's fun. I think there's things they could do better, like with maybe the gun technology, fun stuff like that. But um, yeah, those are, those are my rambling thoughts. No. What do you think? You, this, you said this was your first first connection. What, yeah. Other than you know things that we've talked about, what what are other thoughts that you have about Flooded Mind versus Pirates of the Caribbean? No, I I completely agree. And honestly, I don't have a whole lot more to add to it. Um, but I just think they they have a similar feel. Uh, they're both very fun. They're two of my favorite rides. Uh, in both parks, um, mm-hmm. the Flooded Mine is extremely underrated when it comes to Silver Dollar City rides. Um, it's one that my family does nearly every single time that we go. Um, and there's not a blockbuster movie made about it though. So that's, that is, that's that you know, there true. you go. There's another difference. Now, when you're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, it it is it is 100% one of my favorite rides at Disney and we will not go to Disney without riding it at least <laughs> once probably multiple times and so um, I, I just I, I love both those rides and they they have a similar feel so um, yeah. Reese anything else to say on that one and or you want uh, another on? big difference is uh, wait times if if <laughs> you have Actually, gone to Disney and you've gone to Pirates then you know that uh, the, all the times I've ever ridden Pirates, if I've not had a fast pass, it's been at least the 30-minute wait, maybe 45-minute wait, which for Disney is relatively short. Yeah, I was going to say. But mine, most of the time I can walk on. They so, actually or do. there's a five-minute wait. They move people through that ride. Uh, I'd be curious mm-hmm. to see how many people, like an hour or a day, they move through that ride because um, they really do. But uh, Flooded Mine is right. somewhere. So, all right. There you go. Number two. Number Reese. one. Knock it out. Thunderation versus Big Thunder Mountain. So yes, they both have thunder in the name. Thunder. So you know, there's the <laughs> there's the obvious uh, comparison. Um, they're they're both western <laughs> themed. Reese, what? I, I'm gonna be totally honest. It just now, like literally in this moment, that I realized <laughs> that both of them have thunder in the name. Wasn't Are you serious? It, yeah, wasn't what? even a thought. Nope, not at all. Th- that was that was not <laughs> part of the consideration. But you're right. It is a it is a uh, a fun <laughs> anecdote. Um. Yes, I I 100 thought that was a con- leading contributing factor. Nope. to them being put together. Um, nope. <laughs> just in the background. Um, okay. So the um, the cars are really similar. You know, it's it's two people wide, and Big Thunder Mountains two people wide. Um, so 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 it's Thunderation. The cars have the similar type of feel. It's almost like stagecoachy car coal mine kind of thing. So it's like that the Western, uh, very very Western. Um, I think the biggest difference, the most substantial difference between Thunderation and Big Thunder Mountain, is theming. So the the amount mm-hmm. of theming on Big Thunder Mountain is it ridiculous. It is insane. It is so immersive. Like they did so much with Big Thunder Mountain um versus Thunderation which is really more just a thrill ride. Um there's not much theming once you get out of the queue. No, now, Reese, I will say I, uh, sp- go ahead. I'll, I I may have been say, making uh, the same point. So as as far as thrill rides go, Thunderation's pretty good. You have a lot of really good drops. It gets fast, and then there's the double corkscrew that gets like a lot of G's. I think you pull a bunch of G's on that double corkscrew, versus Big Thunder Mountain, which I think top speed is like 26 miles an hour. Yeah, maybe 
maybe something like that. So, but it, the way they've got it themed, it makes it feel like it's going faster, and it's jerky enough that your body feels like it's um, been going faster. Um, but yeah, okay. So those are those are just my initial thoughts. What what are your thoughts, Tanner? I I also I, I will say Thunderation at Silver Dollar City. You say it, it's not super themed. I actually I I kind of disagree with the fact that. The well, way I mean, that it's in the trees, yes, but you also you also go underground, like you are that is true. in the mines, um, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And also one of the reasons I that honestly the biggest reason to me that it, it's comparative to Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is you spend a good chunk of time of the ride going through tunnels um, mm-hmm. and underground, and then when you're up back on top, it's kind of I don't know, it's it's more. Uh, natural <laughs> i guess with with yeah. big thunder mountain being more themed like like wild west like more um like uh desert where thunderation is more um mm-hmm. in the trees in the ozarks things like that but they they feel they're both like kind of what i would consider to be beginner thrill roller coasters like neither one of yes. them is high thrill but neither one of them is like a kiddie coaster either like both right. of them are very great like kind of starter coasters for those who are really wanting to finally kind of build some speed yeah or or for those kids who've just gotten tall enough to start yeah. riding rides and um i think i remember i i rode thunderation when i was nine or maybe i just turned 10 and it was perfect for me so i I really think that you you maybe even you go a couple years younger than that depending on your kid's height. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what the height requirement would be in Big Thunder, but it can't be very high. Uh, it's probably um, like forty eight inches or maybe even thirty six. I'll look. You yeah. talk. There you go. Okay. Um. Both very enjoyable rides. Very themed. Uh, themed very similarly. Um. Another difference, which I I think it's very similar to parts of the Caribbean. Big Thunder Mountain's longer. There, there's more to it so the that's i think that's one thing that disney does pretty well that the rides don't take up much real estate they don't like there's not like a whole lot of space physical space that most of the rides take up but they use that space really well and yeah that, that ride is very long go back um yeah i i when we wrote it like a couple months ago i just like wow there's a lot to this and it was really funny the last time i had ridden it was at night and then we really yeah. wrote it during the day um and it's just like there's there's so much more going on during the day. Um, I will say though, the very first time I rode Big Thunder Mountain was during the fireworks show, and so yeah. we got to see the fireworks from the roller coaster. That's cool. That was pretty incredible. Yep. So, all right, did you find out? Forty-two inches is the height requirement for Thunderation. So there you go. There you go. All right. So next, let's go on to the next yep, one, which Tanner labeled number four. So we don't oh. actually have 10. Looks like we have 9. No, that's not true. We'll create another one. <laughs> Tanner, you you went 1 2 4. <laughs> I probably had like deleted one from somewhere. Okay. That's funny. You know what? All right, so uh, w- we'll do this and I'll, I'll work on getting us a 10th. I'm sure I'm sure okay. we can figure out one somewhere. All so. right, number 4 <laughs> is um uh Mystic River Falls at Silver Dollar City versus Kali River Rapids at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, so this one I won't have a whole lot to say on because we did not get to ride Collie River Rapids. Oh, we were there. We were going to go. We were walking on our way to the ride and they closed it for the day. And we weren't coming back to Animal Kingdom and it was very sad. Um, that is sad. My father-in-law is one of his favorite rides. It was, it was um, heartbreaking. 
truly is what it was. Um, but Mystic River Falls, if you've not done that one in Silver Dollar City, is a giant inner tube ride. So you get on this giant inner tube. It can hold up to eight people, I think. Yeah, two, four, six, eight people. And so the uh, giant inner tube goes through this um, course, kind of like a tr- – like a, kind of a, a – I don't know. It's the opposite of a lazy river. It's like a, a, a stressed river. I don't know where the, there's just like bunches of turns and curves and you get a bunch of splash. And then the coolest part about Mystic River Falls is that it takes you up um, like, I don't know, like 50 feet or more. I can't remember how tall it is. It, it's a pretty good distance up in the air and you kind of go around and do this giant slide. And that's a huge splash at the end. Um, so that's, that's Mystic River Falls relatively new. One of the newest rides at Silver Dollar City. Um, so there you go. Um, okay, Tanner, give us a little info on Collie River Rapids as you're finishing up um, number three. <laughs> uh, so Collie River Rapids is, it's. I mean, it's not that different. Like, honestly, like, they are fairly comparable rides. Um, I would say Collie River Rapids is, again, um, the the story theming is a little stronger because you are going essentially around like Mount Everest, like, uh, or it's kind of in the background the entire time. Um, and so that is definitely part of it. That's really cool. Um, there's, yeah, I I would say there's a little more theming on Cali river rapids. Um, but I would now this is, this is another place I would actually say mystic river falls is more intense than Cali River Rapids. Like, Cali River Rapids is, you will get a little wet, but we didn't get soaked. Like, we weren't just, like, soaked to the bone, where on you will Mystic get River soaked Falls, to the bone. you might as well just jump in the water. Like, really, though? Yeah. yeah. But, but it is cool. Like, with Cali River Rapids, like, you're basically, like, floating your way through, like, the Himalayas. Um, and like there's like temples and like the like banners and things like that um that you like kind of float under um there's a good drop um that is not super dissimilar to the drop on um on uh Mystic River but uh yeah i would say i would say they are of any of the rides that we'll talk about they're probably the most comparable like actual ride like they're they're very similar yeah. there you go all right, let's hop over to number three. Um, Tanner, share a little bit about number three, will you? Okay, so um, this is the one that I had missed. I knew I had it, but for some reason I got deleted from our list. So number three is the Craftsman Shops in Silver Dollar City versus the Main Street Shops at Disney World um, or Disneyland. I believe mm. they have a lot of these as well. Um, but mm-hmm. the reason being, um, so at Silver Dollar City, you've got, um, you've got glass blowing, you've got candy making, you've got blacksmith, you've got knife works, you've got the bakery. Reese, am I, am I missing any like major ones here? You got well, the, wood, the woodworking. Well, so is it, we're just doing like the, the shops. Um, I guess the, like the main stage or is there or like just the tree is there. Um, but like the the craftsman, yeah. So the uh, did you say candle making? Uh, I did not. I did not say candle making. Yeah, candle making, woodworking. Technically, Sullivan's Mill is one of the craftsmen. Like they have a working grist mill. Um, used to be where the cinnamon bread was, and uh, I, the big ones are are the blacksmith, the glass blowing, and the candy shop. I, that's probably the the big ones. And then there's a couple woodworking shops. Yeah, there you go. 
So you have all those types of shops um, and items at Silver Dollar City. We're on Main Street at Silver, or not at Silver Dollar City, at <laughs> Disney. Yeah. Um, you also have some glass blowing. Um, so you can go in and get glass ornaments and things. They have a little glass blowing. Like It's not nearly as elaborate or as big as Silver Dollar City's, but Mm-mm. they you can go back and see it um, in one of the shops. Um, there is a barber shop. You can actually go get your haircut um, on it's Main so Street. Neat. I did not know about that until awesome. after we got back. I know. And I was like, I, what? I, I really wanted to do it. I got my haircut at Disney. Yep. Um, I wanted they to do also it. do a really fun thing where they do kids' first haircuts, and they give you like a certificate, and I guess moms like little snippets of hair for the first haircut. Uh-huh. But like they... Uh, but it's like this really fun thing that apparently a lot of people do. They get their kids' uh, first haircut at Disney World, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So stuff like that. They also there's a crystal arts shop. So like everything is made out of like lots of crystals, and everything is insanely expensive. And when you take your one year old who wants to touch everything, <laughs> you walk right back out of the store. <laughs> so that definitely happened. Um, also, Alyssa so, and I actually got our um, our wedding flutes, like our glasses, uh, from there, from what? the the crystal art shop. Oh, so that's we, we cool. use that. So they if they look like normal normal flutes that you know we we got our sparkling grape juice in, um, but when you get close, they have like Mickey's all over them, and like there's there's etching. Like it's it's really neat. That's um, awesome. So definitely cool. As and an it honor, was a good like. We'll use our, our wedding budget on this, so that's how we justify it. Oh, yeah. Always <laughs> use the wedding budget. It. Um, as, a, as an honorable mention to those as well, um, there are not necessarily craftsmen, but you can find lots of crafts that are made in their prospective countries in Epcot, um, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a whole lot of fun. Um, so kind of not, not perfectly similar, but kind of in the same vein. So, Reese, do you have anything to go. add on kind of those items? I, they're both themed well. I mean, if you think of the theming, so like Main Street USA for for Disney World is like the uh, you know like the fun classic mid century Americana, and then you know the Craftsmen at Silver Dollar City are you know, late eighteen hundreds. So they both lean into that theming really well, and and they're both uh, exceptional at at what they what they're able to offer that leans into the theme. So uh, there's a reason that that Silver Dollar City is named one of the top theme parks mm-hmm. in the world every single or in the United States every single year. Um, they do theming so so well, and and of course Disney um, is 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 very well known for that as well. Reese, you you you, you may or may not have known this. I I f- have a feeling that you did, but for those out there who do not know this, so did you know that Walt or, so at, at Walt Disney World, Main Street USA is based off of a city's Main Street in Missouri. So Marceline, Marceline. Missouri in yep. good old like central north Missouri. Yeah, um, it's like in the middle of nowhere. Like yep. closest big city is Kansas City, but I think it's like an hour to an yeah. hour and a half to Kansas City. Yep. It's not close to anything. Yep. So Walt Disney he grew up there. That was his hometown. And so um, he, he wanted to base Main Street off of his hometown of Marceline, Missouri. And you can go there and see, like, there's a museum and a whole bunch of things. And, like, it really it does. Is neat. It looks like Main Street, USA. And so, so to that point, Silver Dollar City, based on the Ozarks in Missouri and <laughs> Marceline, Missouri, like, they're not super far off. So there you there go. You. All right. All Here's, right. What's our, what's Tanner our number one? five. I you asked you first. 
Nope, you got it. Your turn. <laughs> okay, so at Silver Dollar City, there's a part of the park called the Grand Exposition. And this is very comparable to the part of Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom, called Storybrook Circus. So Storybook Circus is um, a very much like the, the, the circus feel like what what you would imagine a you know a, a fun circus in the 50s 60s would be like with the carousel and with when you think of dumbo like the dumbo ride yeah. that yes. everyone yeah. thinks of that's storybook circus so if you don't know what we're talking right. about think of like the stereotypical dumbo ride that they literally have in silver dollar city um yeah, and really, it, they, that, they kind of yeah, do. That's story. So there's one comparison: is both of them have a Dumbo ride because really? apparently you can't be a theme park and not have a Dumbo ride. So, uh, I mean, kids love it. I mean, really, it's true. they do. It's lots of fun. It's very kid friendly. So that's the biggest comparison. Yes. Very kid friendly. So kid oriented. Like little kitty stuff. Um, very much approachable for small audiences. A lot of rides that don't require any height requirements and just like are available for like our little kids to do. And, you know, maybe even up to the, the medium sized kids. Now, once I think once, once I was a little bit older, I was like, I, I really don't want to do anything over here anymore. It, this feels too little. Um, but there's still a couple of fun things over in like grand exposition. That they are they fun, have like the, the, the electro spin. And the um, electro spin. Ugh, I will not do the teacups. Uh, they're I, fun. I, ugh, nope. No, everything it, hey, that I ever ate would come back up if we did the teacups. I will also say the swings at Grand Exposition. Like, I know they're a little smaller and kind of like geared towards like being more fun for kids. Those swings are awesome. They get going pretty fast, and they're very fun. Yeah. And they 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 give you a feel of danger because they seem janky. Yeah. They're not. They're very well put together. But it seems like, oh, man, I'm just going to fly off. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, this is it. This is how I meet the Lord. Um, but they're, they are fun. They're very fun. So, but, yeah, Grand Exposition, Storybook Circus, they're both very, like, designated towards kids' lands. I, I would also mm-hmm. say, like, honorable mention of, like, uh, Fireman's Landing. Like, it is also at the present moment kind of geared towards kids um like there's the splash pad and there's the lucky dogs mm-hmm. and all, I would say all that it's stuff. definitely i think that that will change a little bit once fire in the hole is added um and more stuff is maybe added a little bit there. yeah um but regardless um kind of somewhat similar as well yeah okay so the next one is hugo hill street versus Adventureland. Um, so Hugo Hill Street is um, a section of the park um, that is uh, kind of, it, it's like to the left as you go in. Is that right, Tanner? Like yeah, the, the, it's like pretty much the, the entire left side of Silver Dollar City. So like when mm-hmm. you think, so like when you when you walk right into, not Midtown, but I, I think it's called Main Street. Um, so that main area of Silver Dollar City where you can either turn left or you can turn right or you can take the little swirly path down the middle. If you go I love left, the swirly path. I know, I do too. If you go left, that is Hugo Hill Street. So basically everything starting up there from American Plunge to uh, Wildfire all the way down to Fire in the Hole um, and like Powder Cake. So like all of that stuff is Hugo's Hill um and so uh to me so uh, uh, caveat for adventureland here uh, so adventureland at disney if you have ever been to disney uh adventureland is the area of the park um also where if you go in you go past main street 
you turn left. Um, so both <laughs> yeah, lands, they're, yeah, the, yeah. they're the first lands on, on the left. Uh, so that's that's comparison number one. But Adventureland is um, chock full of fun adventures um, and very popular rides such as Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the Jungle <laughs> Cruise, the Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Um, I love the Tiki Room. I do too. I really love it. I oh, know a lot of people great. who hate it and I love it so much. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, it's lame that it is. people hate it, but oh, it's the Tiki Room is one of my favorite. Things, Mine too. So it's just great. throwing that out there. But yes, so lots of lots of great things uh, to the left uh, in Adventureland. And so, personally, the reason I thought of Hugo's Hill Street in Adventureland, I was trying to think of what lands at Silver Dollar City versus what lands of Disney World or Disneyland, kind of, which ones match up the most closely. And to me, these two match up the most closely. And for me, it's because of two things. One, the amount of really big popular attractions that are in these lands like at silver dollar city i mean you have wildfire you have american plunge you have fire in the hole you there's a lot powder keg you've got um like the whole like saloon show and all of that stuff so like all of those things are in hugo's hill uh and silver dollar city where eventually in all those attractions that we just talked about number two and the other main reason that i think of these being similar is the feel of the lands specifically Mm -hmm. like they just feel very adventure seeking very um but still older like none of like obviously dis so if you've ever been to disney like each one of the different lands as you kind of work your way around the park has a totally different theme. So, like, if you're in mm-hmm. Adventureland, yeah. you're, it's kind of older. Um, where in your Tomorrowland, it's, like, very different. At Silver Dollar City, all of the lands are quite a bit more similar um, than, Yeah, like, there's not much distinction. Yes, less distinction. That's a good way to put it. But yeah. that being said, I still think these lands feel very similar in the way that they're laid out, in the things that they have, in that they are kind of some really big attractions and just the way it feels. So Reese, what do you think about that? No, I think you summed it up. Well, I I don't, I don't know how much more there would be to to share on that. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of similarities um, between the two. And I think there's a lot of, um, of course, a lot of opportunity for fun at both. Reese, if you had, I'm, I'm, Oh, sorry. If you was going to go into the next one, but you're asking me a question. If, if you had to pick between the Tiki room in the saloon show. Oh, wait, you've never been, you've never done the saloon yeah, show. Yeah, I was going to say, I've oh. not done the saloon show, so okay, I can't never say. Mind. Though I'd probably say one. the Tiki Room because I just, I love the Tiki I Room. Do it's too. irrational. Really it's like, it's just, it's, there's not many reasons why you should like the Tiki Room, but oh, it's, it's so much fun. If you're not I, sure about the Tiki Room, go watch a YouTube video and you'll be like, why, why do these guys actually like the Tiki it's Room? It's great. Like, it is one of it my is top. It is great. Okay, I, I can't say it's like top ten, but no. like it is, it is up there. It's up irrationally there. high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I get that yeah. song stuck in my head too. It's just in very. All right, so the next one is maybe maybe one of my I think most contentious comparisons. Yes. So number seven is cinnamon bread, which is like the premier snack. At Silver Dollar City, if anyone has anything contrary to say that, I will give you lots of reasons why you're wrong. But the premier snack at Silver Dollar City is cinnamon bread versus the premier snack at Disney World, which is a Mickey pretzel. 
So kind of like premier snack versus premier snack. And in general, in general, I'm not, uh, there are obviously specifics that will, you know, break the mold. But in general, Silver Dollar City does food better than Walt Disney World mm. when it when it comes to snacks. Snacks, okay. When it comes yes. to snacks, Reese, the, I can agree. I, I, I'm not talking. I, I'll say Magic Kingdom. Let's specify that to Magic Kingdom. The yeah. food at Magic Kingdom. If we're talking Epcot, no, Epcot obviously has the best food. Uh, you know, you, there's you can't go very many places in the world and get better food that you can get in Epcot. That's not what I'm saying. But like, I I, I meant to say Magic Kingdom. Um, so we've got cinnamon bread versus mickey pretzel Reese, if I don't this even... is like an actual head-to-head i'm gonna pick cinnamon bread nine times yeah, out of ten i will too although okay so i i will give the distinction i actually don't know if i can completely agree with your prior statement like there's still some really awesome snacks in magic kingdom like uh there's a the few cheeseburger spring rolls come on that's really come the on. only other oh, one that i think so is good. like yeah this is yeah. it I now, the popcorn is pretty good at Disney. You get and the reusable the ice cup cream and sandwiches. Just... And, okay, moral of the story though, I <laughs> I think if you put head to head Silver Dollar City's like best snack versus specifically Magic Kingdom's best snack, I do agree. I think Silver Dollar City wins because I think cinnamon bread beats Mickey pretzels. I think the homemade ice cream. At Hannah's probably beats mm-hmm. an ice cream, a prepackaged ice cream bar. Although yeah. those prepackaged ice cream bars are fantastic, um, they are pretty magical too. They're they're very and Mickey like anything <laughs> Mickey shaped is just fun. Um, but yeah. so the the tr- like churros, I would say the churros that I've had are probably fairly comparable at both parks. Um, now Disneyland, that's a different story. Disneyland churros are superior, um, but Reese, you haven't had those yet. So, <laughs> no, uh, no, not been out to Disneyland. So, but specifically for cinnamon bread versus Mickey pretzels, I just wanted to take the the premier what you think of snack at both parks, and I wanted right. to compare them against each other. And uh, they're both they're both baked goods. Um, they're mm-hmm. both uh, they are both delicious. I still love they, a good yeah, they Mickey are good. pretzel. Okay. Uh, Mickey pretzels are fun because you eat the ears first. Like I don't know what it is, but like I think that's a rule. Like you have to eat the ears first. Now here's here's the other problem with uh, the Mickey pretzel, Reese, is the superior Mickey pretzel is not in Magic Kingdom. It's in Hollywood Studios, and that's the cream cheese infused Mickey pretzel. Um, I've not had that before. Yes, you can only find it in one place. It's right next to uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Really, they are phenomenal. Uh-huh. Now, if that you if you good. do the cream cheese Mickey pretzel versus the cinnamon bread, it becomes a little more interesting. But mm. that being I said, think it still picks cinnamon. Bread. Cinnamon bread's pretty undefeated. Okay, not as contentious, but I think a pretty decent comparison. Mm-hmm. Frozen lemonade so this is number eight. Frozen lemonade at Silver Dollar City versus Dole Whip at Disney World. Across, I mean, they can get Reese, Dole Whip. I think in every park. I love Dole Whip, but you're going to be surprised at which one I would actually take. Is really? the You'd pick Frozen Lemonade? Silver Dollar City's Frozen Lemonade. Now, let me put the caveat here. Silver Dollar City's Frozen Lemonade is a little bit of a wild card. You can end up with a Frozen Lemonade that is not frozen at all and is mm-hmm. kind of That's- just like drinking syrup. That's my biggest complaint. Okay. Or not, not complaint, is, is quality control. Excuse me. Reese. If you get a good frozen lemonade then sure it's good uh, reese can i can i finish my point here please do yes okay thank you so 
if you get a very melted frozen lemonade, it could be melty and syrupy. If you get a overly frozen frozen lemonade, you don't get enough to drink, and it just turns into ice. But, Reese, the perfect frozen lemonade, when it's just the right mixture of the the liquidy goodness with the icy goodness at Silver Dollar City, is there is not a like frozen treat in my mind really that beats it like it is incredible now i will say dole whip is far more consistent and it is always good but i do love frozen i'm i'm gonna pick dole whip every time 10 out of 10 like i i don't i don't think i would ever have an an instance where i would pick dole whip or where i would not pick dole whip because if we're looking at Dole Whip, and if you there's there's the Dole Whip float that has the Dole pineapple juice yeah. with like the Dole Whip in it. Um, if if we're like maybe comparing that versus frozen lemonade, since it's more of a drink, I'll take the the pineapple every single time. It and is I good. love lemonade. I I'm very much a lemonade fan, but Dole Whip just hits different. Hey, here's the deal. Ugh. I've been to Silver Dollar City. A million times. Not exactly, but probably pretty close. (laughs) I don't know if a single one of those times I walked out of the park without getting a frozen lemonade. Reese, I spent three days in Magic Kingdom last week. I only got a Dole Whip once. Well, then you were wrong. That was my that was my problem. That was my my (laughs) fault and my problem and I regret it. But that's what Uh happened. So just saying, man, I think we got Dole Whip like four times. It is so when good. We were there. Um, oh, it's so good. Okay. How else do um, these treats compare to each other other than just one versus one? I mean, they're uh, they're they're what I would consider as like the the best frozen treat you could get. I mean, if we're not talking ice cream, so if we're, we're excluding ice cream, I think these are probably the best frozen treats you can get like in the summer when it's warm. Frozen lemonade at Silver City is is what I get. It's, and they're kind and of I don't really think of. get a whole lot of drinks. Yeah, I don't get a whole lot of drinks at Silver City. I mean, I I don't really do much. I do frozen lemonade and I do hot chocolate. That's really all we use our souvenir mugs for. Yep, is same. those two things. Um, uh, but I, I I love the frozen lemonade and I do get it often. And it is it is one that is really good when it's consistent. When when it is the right consistency because I've I've have had it multiple times when it's just been all melty. And like there's been the teeniest bit of ice in it and it's not been enjoyed. Yeah, but when it hits, so, it hits. Oh, it's so good. It is good. Especially when it's like a hundred degrees out and you know the Missouri heat. It's just oh. Yep. All right, um, Reese. I we got know, two more. I know for a fact you feel very strongly about this next one. And so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna sit back. I'm gonna grab my nearby kettle corn. There you go. I'm gonna hop on my stagecoach and I'm gonna listen to this ride that is Reese Disney <laughs> train versus Silver Dollar City train. The floor is yours. Sweet. Thank you. And I think there's a lot to compare with these two trains. I mean, obviously, they are trains. Um, they are a little bit different. So and as a, you've noticed in a lot of these things, Disney's bigger. Um, so the Disney train is um, much more like a full-size, large-gauge uh, train, where uh, the Citadel City steam train is a narrow-gauge. Um, but the... The, the biggest comparison between the two is that the train at Silver Dollar City is an attraction. The train at Disney World is a way to get from point A to point B. I was actually really disappointed with the train at Disney World. Because I thought there would be more to it. There'd be more to see. And 
really you saw trees or the parking lot or maybe sometimes a little bit into the park. And there was a couple of things here and there out towards like the the top of Tom Sawyer's Island. And there was a few themed things there, but there really wasn't just a whole lot. And then you sat at the train station for 10 minutes and there's four train stations. So it takes 40 minutes. Well, the, uh, so it takes around an hour to go all the way around, maybe, maybe about 45 minutes to an hour to go all the way around. And you're stopping at each station like eight to ten minutes. So most of your time on the train is spent in a train station. So that's a Disney World. Again, I tell us how you feel. At Disney, I think it was I, I was a little disappointed by that one. Versus a, a Silver Dollar City, you get uh you get to go you're winding your way through the park. There's bits of the park that are incorporated around the train. And then there's a normally a show, if you will, of some type at the end of the loop, kind of like a, a, out on the, the far side of the train. So um, the, it's much more of an attraction, much more. Uh, you only stop once while you're on the train, and that's like to do the little like fun, the hold up, if you will, um, out on the end. And then um, you're, you're, you get to go back through the rest of the park. Um, so the the train was actually the first way people started seeing all this construction for fire in the hole like the new fire in the hole um, because the train kind of takes you back for so i definitely think in a train v train silver dollar city just wipes up walt disney World i here. i agree with the attraction side that it wipes up i will say the train at disney the quality is substantial oh uh, sure <laughs> yeah like, like i said it's the quality bigger. of the train in at disney is uh is is much higher um which we won't get into too much in the quality of the silver dollar city train it's it's doing well, it's much better. quality it's, it's doing it's, much better uh, there were a couple of derailments <laughs> but those have been addressed they have it's and it's, a, it's all good yeah. But that being said, it's a lot more the, hills the, in Missouri than there are. That's true. <laughs> um, now the other so the other deal Florida. with the train. Um, one thing I learned recently um, about the holdup scene on the train at Silver Dollar City. Did you know? So like, if you have not been on the train at Silver Dollar City, a do it because um, it Please really do. is yes. a fantastic attraction. But if you have been on the train at Silver Dollar City, you'll know when they do the holdup scene, they really do. They'll like come past. Like they'll stick their hats out and come past the train cars asking for money. Like you don't have to hand them money, but some people do. Yeah, I know. Did you know that all of the money that they collect on the train goes directly to a local charity? I did. I learned that, which is awesome. Two weeks like, ago. so we yeah. used to like we used to never give money on the train because it was like, eh, like I don't know what this is for. This is kind of weird. Uh-huh. After learning that, like that is so cool. Like we every time we do the train now, like. I'll put it if I have a dollar I'll throw a dollar out there or a couple dollars or whatever but like like that makes a big difference in my mind it goes from like being kind of awkward to like oh that's uh-huh. cool. like we're donating to a charity so I wish they mm-hmm. would like address that a little bit more um so people <laughs> knew that yeah but uh yeah the train at Silver Dollar City attraction wise is there is substantially more to it than than Disney so mm. there you go all right Reese all right the last, last one, one. It's pretty good. I, I think this is a good comparison. So, Tanner, how about you lead this one out? All right. So, number 10 on this list is Harvest and Old Christmas Festival, or Old Time Christmas Festival at Silver Dollar City versus Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merriest Christmas Party. Now, disclaimer here, um, 
Mickey's Not So Scary and Very Merriest Christmas. Those are specific events at Disney that happen. They're like nighttime mm-hmm. events. I am including the daytime and the normal park hours in these as well because when Disney decorates for like fall slash Halloween, they decorate the whole park. Everything's taking place. Like mm-hmm. even if you're there during the day, the party's just at night. Same thing with Christmas. So really it's fall and Christmas at Silver Dollar City versus fall and Christmas at Disney because both places do both of these seasons so well so well really well really really well so first off reese let's start with fall at both parks um so at silver dollar city you've got the harvest festival at uh disney Mm -hmm. you've got just fall time and the mickey's not so scary halloween party two things i think both parks do extremely well when it comes to the fall one Mm -hmm. yeah oh no i'm sorry go ahead you're okay one the first thing i think is the decorations are immense and extremely fun. The second thing... And they're everywhere. And they're everywhere. The second thing is that they are both extremely family-friendly. There is not mm-hmm. scary... Not a lot of scary aspects. Like, for Silver Dollar City, like, they've got, like, the foggy hollow. It's like you kind of walk through a misty, like, pathway. Like, that's pretty much the scariest you get. At Disney, like, the scariest you get is, like, I don't know. It, it's like really designated towards little kids so there's really nothing scary mm-hmm. at disney but like there there's just I, I don't know you could go on the haunted mansion which still is not scary but um they just do such a good job of making it awesome for the entire family um which is not mm-hmm. something that you see at other theme parks so reese any thoughts That's there true. so the uh, another big thing they do is like daytime and nighttime yes. so and, and, and they are very different so like at silver dollar city uh, with the you know the poggy hollow there's lights all over the place and there's fog makers and uh the the giant uh pumpkin spider is like all lit up inside and all the pumpkins or a lot of the pumpkins around the park are lit up so at night it is neat um it's very very different than during the day and silver dollar city does that real well and i think the um the things that they do at disney world are 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 good as well um I can't speak as much to Disney World when they do it because I've not physically been there. I've seen lots of pictures, but I've not physically been there during the fall. Um, I can speak a lot more to Christmas because we were there for last Christmas. Well, here, um, I'll, but I, how about this? I'll I'll speak towards the fall a little bit, and you can speak towards Christmas because we just talked about there both you go. those things. That so, works. so, yeah, so fall at Disney again, like it's just. A, a lot of pumpkins, a lot of similar, honestly, a lot of similar decor to Silver Dollar City. Um, and so it's just, it's very comparable in that way. Um, there's lots of things to do that are fall oriented from candied apples that you could get to um, fall themed popcorn. And diff- like, there's just, there's, there's lots of those items. And so, um, yeah, I, I think both festivals are very great, both great times to go. Um, if I had to pick one or the other, so this is this is where it gets hard for me. Like okay, caveat, I I live right next to Silver Dollar City. Disney is like a once in a while like not bucket list because mm-hmm. we go quite a bit, but like it is it is something we look forward to. It's it's scarce to us still even though we've gone a few times. <laughs> um so I'm going to pick Disney like nine times out of ten if I'm like having to if I was put in a room and said you have to pick one of these I'm probably gonna pick the Disney one but that being (laughs) said if I got to go to Disney 
as much as I got to go to Silver Dollar City. I would say I would pick Harvest Festival at Silver Dollar City where I would pick the Christmas Festival at Disney. And that is not a knock on the Christmas Festival at Silver Dollar City because it is awesome. Um, But to me, I think the Harvest Festival at Silver Dollar City has a few more things that are unique to the Harvest Festival where Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is more like trick-or-treating which is very fun but i i mean it's it's more like dress up and trick-or-treating and i can do that on halloween night in Mm -hmm. my neighborhood that kind of thing where christmas at disney is i mean it is special christmas at disney is so special where it's also special at silver dollar city um but it's just christmas at disney to me is is something different so there you go okay so i think uh, I'll I'll give my my opinions on Christmas at both the scale of Disney World makes it hard for them to be as thorough with their decorations and Christmas theming sure as Silver Dollar City is able to be yep so I think Silver Dollar City on a on a a detailed literally everything is covered in christmas lights literally everything has a christmas twist to it that is true with all our city that in is their true. christmas theming and if if i had both like the option you said if, if i was you know an hour away from both and i was and i had unlimited passes to both and I, I could go as many many times as i wanted and i was given the option i would go to silver dollar city over disney world at christmas and it's not just a nostalgia thing. I don't want to keep that in, into the consideration. But Disney World at Christmas is incredible. It's marvelous. It's wonderful. The Christmas party there is one of the most amazing things I've ever done. Like, absolutely re- wonderful. But even with all the Christmas stuff, it was still more about the fact that I was at Disney World. Sure. And there was Christmas going on. Yeah. At Silver Dollar City, it's Christmas and there's Silver Dollar City in the background. Yes, um, so I do agree with for, that. For someone who who loves Christmas and like Christmas time as much as I do, I think it definitively that Silver Dollar City does a better Christmas every like a Christmasification. If you, if I can create a word there, Christmasification. Um, I think I think Silver Dollar City does it, but uh, both of them do it very well. It, it's definitely above and beyond. You know, millions of Christmas lights all over the place. Uh, when it snows on Main Street, uh, USA at Disney World or at Magic Kingdom, it is something special. Both of them have a hit on like a, a secret sauce, if, if you will. Like yep. They've they've both like been able to capture the essence of the holidays in a really cool, cozy way. Um, and if you ever have the opportunity, go to both. And and they they are different. But yes, a hundred percent worth. Silver Dollar City. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree, Reese. Like they are do both places if if you have the ability to do both places at christmas time or and really at fall time for that matter they are both worth mm-hmm. it yeah yeah uh, i don't want to overlook fall definitely don't want to overlook fall fall at both is really really cool too um christmas just outshines it yeah just literally metaphorically emotionally you know all the all of that stuff yeah 
All right, Tanner, I think we've done a pretty thorough job of examining 10 things that are pretty similar at Disney World and Silver Dollar City. I think we are probably pretty close to wrapping up. Um, any final thoughts or like, what, what was your what's your segment been? Questions with Reese or thoughts with Reese? What's, oh, yeah. what's this last little thing we've been trying to do? Question of the day. Boop, boop. All right. Boop, boop. So, Reese, question for you. If you hmm, if you had to take one thing from Disney and put it into Silver Dollar City, what would it be? And if you had to take one thing from Silver Dollar City and put it into Disney, what would it be? Man, oh, I don't know. That's that's a really good question. Uh, my first thought was Dole Whip. <laughs> Actually, it take would be. Dole Whip from, from Disney and put it into Silver Dollar City. Um, I think... Uh, okay, so here I think here here's what it would be, and it's a little bit more esoteric. It'd be more the level of detailing in theming uh, uh, in the rides. I think is what I would put in because I love the rides at Silver Dollar City, and there are a few exceptions to this, but there's not as much like interactivity mm-hmm. versus every single ride you do at Disney. There's a story. There there's moments. There's memories. There's uh, there's you know stuff that's going along with sure. it. So I think I think that's something that Disney does exceptionally well. That if I could do, like transplant it over, mm-hmm. that's what it'd be. Cheating so from, answer, but from it's fine. Silver Dollar City, yeah, it, that's how I work. Um, so from Silver Dollar City over to uh, man, food. I know, really, I think if I could just add all the food options from Silver Dollar City, um, I think they do food really well, and um, would would take that over. Reese's camera so just like turned sideways. So, like, I know this is a podcast and people can't see what's happening, <laughs> but like, I'm pretty sure that his computer just fell on the floor. I don't. Reese, can you explain? No, to I, us I what just, just I felt something. I felt something sticky on the bottom of my laptop, and I was, so I was turning it over Ooh. to look at the sticky thing. That's fun. So that's what happened. I was in full control the whole time. The sticky thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Really though. All right. Um, and on that note, that's a great way to end our episode. Always investigate the sticky thing, yep. um, especially if it's on the bottom of your shoe um, or uh-huh. the bottom of your laptop in this instance. Yep. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening to our comparisons. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. Um, let us know if you have questions or if you think that we missed a comparison that was obvious to you or if we um, didn't add like another piece of advice that would make this comparison uh, really interesting. So there you go. Tanner, I'll let you sign us off. All right. Thanks, guys. We had a whole lot of fun talking about two of our favorite parks. We hope that you enjoyed listening to them. And uh, like we said, please let us know any thoughts you have. Um, and we will see you next week. So thanks so much, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. What's that?